Today on the Heartland Community Church Podcast, teaching pastor Steve Carter continues the Out of Style series with the message, Grace versus Fear. Hey Heartland, Steve Carter here. We are looking at the whole concept of tov. You know, it's a Hebrew word and it really represents goodness. Wouldn't our world be so much better if goodness was at the center? Somehow goodness just seems to have gone out of style. You ever have these moments where you're like, I just wish this that was out of style could come back. Uh, For me, I I love records and vinyl. I wish that could come back into style. My son, if you were to ask him when he was a kid what he wished could come back into style, it was Pez dispensers. He collected them. He loved them. We'd go to the grocery store. He'd just have them in his pocket. He had two. He was like, just double-fisted, he'd be coming out of his pockets and he would just walk and, he, and he'd walk up to some random stranger, which in some ways felt cool, but in some ways a little sketchy. And I'm not probably not a great parent, but he'd be like, want a Pez? And he would just open up Iron Man's head or Captain America or Spider-Man and out would come this Pez. And no person would ever say no to a five-year-old. And so he would just like shoot it into their hand and he would find the next person. And he just loved it. And, and I just think about this because my son in the, in the most innocent way was like this goodness dispenser solely using the prop of a Pez dispenser. Uh, today, I wanna talk about grace. And really, when you, when you understand the scriptures, grace is something that transforms us. Grace is what makes us whole, holy, and spiritually healthy. Grace changes us. And grace really is in direct opposition to fear. For many of us, fear is what motivates us. Fear is what drives us. We struggle to be sober-minded because just fear takes over. And just think about it for the last, for like the last year. What great decision did you make based solely on fear? But when you compare that to decisions that you made that were based solely on grace, it's, it's so much different. And we've been looking at this book, A Church Called Tove, by New Testament scholar Scott McKnight and his daughter is an amazing author, Laura Berenger. And they write about these churches who have fostered a culture of grace. And he talks about this. And I just want to read just a couple quotes because for me, they spoke to me, challenged me to be people where we want to be people of grace, not fear. It says this, grace-filled goodness, grace-filled tove, begins in forgiveness, forms into freedom, and resists fear at all costs. All because it knows that God's design for you and the local church is love. This is what the Apostle John writes in 1 John 4, 18, when he says, there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And I think about this. Grace begins in forgiveness. And grace is this gift that was given to us through Christ to forgive us so that we would be whole and we would be people who are set apart And and when we receive this grace, it doesn't just stop at forgiveness. It forms into freedom because we've been freed from something, but we've also been freed to something, freed to be a new creation, 
free to live as a people that God desires us to be here in Rockford and resist fear at all costs because fear will hijack the tove, will hijack the grace that's within you. Fear is the opposite of love. And what's so incredible is when you really study it, they're really just two primary emotions, love and fear. I mean, scholars will say that the fruit of the Spirit, where there's only one, love, but there's different characteristics, joy and peace and patience and kindness. But it continues with you think about fear. There's really only one negative emotion. It's fear. But underneath that, characteristics of fear, shame, self-hatred, insecurity, all based on fear, pride based on fear. And literally, what often many of us kind of foster in our life isn't grace that's founded in forgiveness that we have been rescued, redeemed, restored. It was nothing that we did, only what we could receive. And now it's forming us into freedom. For many of us, fear is what we've received. And fear just forms into more fear, more shame, more insecurity, more pride, more anger, more bitterness. And this is, ends up affecting every relationship. And so when we go and we meet someone, instead of being someone who dispenses grace and love and drives out fear by our presence, we're dispensing more fear, more worry, more anxiety, more pain. So why does this happen? Why does this happen in our interactions with another? Why does this happen even in our interactions with someone who thinks differently here in this church? Why? Because I believe that grace gets forgotten, that love gets pushed out when fear is more important than trust. See, when we don't trust that we've been forgiven, we don't trust the power of grace, we don't trust that grace is forming us into freedom, we don't trust that fear doesn't have a place in our story, when we don't trust that, all of a sudden we see another as a threat. We see another as someone who's trying to take something of mine. We see another not as a brother or sister in Christ, we see them as competition. You can have this happen in a small group. You can have this happen in the marketplace. You can have this happen even in your own sibling family. You can have this happen in our church. Instead of being able to see trust and grace and love and benefit of the doubt and celebrating one another and patience with one another and goodness and kindness towards one another, Trust seems to be broken. And we really have this bank account that just doesn't have the kind of emotional wherewithal to kind of give someone the benefit of the doubt, to showcase love unless they first do it to us. Which is fascinating because aren't you glad God didn't work that way for you? Aren't you glad that even while I was far off from chasing after Jesus, Jesus came running after me and he came running after you, showcasing that love came down to push out all fear so that you could be present, you could receive forgiveness, that grace could form into freedom, 
because you had been freed from an old way of things and freed to a new reality so that you could resist all fear because you had access to your heavenly father, access to grace. But for many of us, we're letting fear dictate our lives. And I'll tell you what, friends, fear will hold your life in check. Fear will make your world so small. Fear will see everyone as a threat. Fear will breed more fear, and fear will breed even more hate. And this is what our world is right now. I can't even imagine a time where it's been more divided. It seems like any decision that we say or make or put on Facebook, 50% of the people love it and 50% of the people can't stand it. And really, really, there's no grace. It's just a lot of fear. My friend doesn't even call Facebook Facebook. He just calls it fear book because all it does is perpetuate more and more and more and more fear and all the characteristics and the fruit of fear, hate, anger, But when we are people of grace, we're people who understand why Jesus came. We're people of grace. We're dispensing grace in every conversation that we go. I love what Dallas Willard says. Dallas Willard says that saints ought to burn through grace faster than sinners ever could. Just like my son at the grocery store, double fisted with Pez dispensers going, you want one? You need one? You want one? You need one? We should be the kind of people that are just giving away grace because we didn't deserve it, yet God so kindly gave his son to serve us so that we could have grace. We could receive forgiveness and we could be formed into people of freedom, not fear. McKnight and Behringer, they say one more thing that I want you to hear. They talk about the power of trust. They say creating a grace-based family requires trust. The invisible glue that binds people together. Power and fear can undermine trust, but grace creates it. I just love that line that grace is the glue for trust. Because you receive grace, it's like God just said, I trust you with my story. You can give grace, and when you give grace, it's literally saying, I trust you. I trust our relationship. I trust what can become. It says this, without trust, there can be no genuine siblingship. To trust someone is to believe in that person in ways that make the world safe. Sadly, fear-based power cultures In these kinds of cultures, trust breaks down and makes life as siblings nearly impossible. And this is why we as a church, this is why we in our homes, this is why we in our small groups, we gotta be people of trust. We trust each other, why? Because trust is the invisible glue of grace. And then it says this, when a collection of siblings called a church has untrusting relationships, the family breaks down into cliques and tribes and interest groups. They start to see the other cliques, the other interest groups, the other tribes as threats, not as opportunities to build trust and extend grace, but fear takes over. And then 
just one more paragraph. It says this, trusting relationships are built on reciprocity. We must give in order to get. I've lived too much of my life this way. If I, if I give, man, I better get something. If someone gives to me, then I'll, I'll give back to them. And this is just anti-gospel. It's anti-good. It's anti-tov. We didn't deserve grace. God gave it. And we gotta be the people who burn through grace faster than sinners ever could. As one sibling contributes to the family and another receives that gift, a society, a reciprocity is formed. A mutual gift exchange. This is what a church is. Power-based and fear-inducing church cultures are one-way streets. The flow of trust is towards certain people who are powerful. But in a grace-based church, reciprocity flows freely, as do the gifts. What if this week you could see yourself as a grace dispenser? And the people who upset you, people who are different from you, people that you beloved, what if all of these people, we could be a little bit more like Jesus, maybe a little bit more like my son when he was five, and just say, I'm gonna extend grace. And with every moment I'm extending grace, I'm extending trust. And every moment I'm extending trust, it's a moment where I'm actually helping someone see that forgiveness is possible, that freedom is possible, and that we, as Christ followers, can be people of love who drive out fear in every room, every setting, every place that we enter because we're people of grace. And when you're people of grace, you're grace dispensers. You're not fear mongers. You're not people just trying to push fear and scare people with conspiracy theories. You're not trying to hold people's life in check and make their world so small. You are people who are trying to help people see how much love heaven has for them and how much grace heaven has for them and how much love this church and you have for them. Let's be those kind of people because love drives out fear at all costs. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you that we get to be the kind of people when we didn't deserve it to receive grace. Grace forgave us, but it didn't just stop there. You freed us from all of the places in our life that were less than what you intended, desired, designed, and created us to be. And yet, you didn't just go, okay. He said, I, I, my grace is gonna form you into freedom. You're gonna be freed people. People who can live in a new way, a way of love, a way of grace, and not the old way of fear and shame and insecurity and hate. And so God, I'm just praying right now, I'm praying that, that this week, we as Heartlanders, we'd burn through grace faster than sinners ever could. We'd be the most grace-filled people, the most trusting people. We wouldn't see people as threats, we'd see people as you see them. People who were worth your son. People who were worth extending and dispensing grace to. God, we love you. Help us, guide us. We pray all this in your name, amen. You've been listening to Teaching Pastor Steve Carter with part three of the series, Out of Style, with the message, Grace versus Fear. 
You can experience the service this message came from by going to heartland.cc and clicking on the watch page, or go to our YouTube channel at heartlandcc.rockford. You can also watch it on the Heartland CC app. Thanks for listening.